Well, hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, from the Central Church of Christ in Ocala, Florida. And today I want us to eat from something that's really simple. One verse and one verse only today. James chapter 5 and verse 13. And it reads, Is anyone among you in trouble? If so, you should pray. Are any of you happy? If so, you should sing praises. So here's where I'd like to go with this. I I can't remember the year, but I know I was little. Probably seven or eight if I had to guess, which would have made my brother Bo about nine or ten. And we used to go on this annual camping trip with my dad and his brothers and some other family friends, and it was really just guys for the weekend. And I'll never forget this one, Olino State Park. Megan and I try to do some camping with the kids every now and then, and this place is one that I refuse to go back. And every time it pops up as having available sites, I'm like, nope, not going there. It was this year when I was little that we went, that my older brothers, Tony and Junior, who would have been teenagers at the time, a cousin of mine named Jimmy was also there. Uh, He was in his teens, and then some older sons of the guys camping with us asked my dad if Bo and I could go out snipe hunting. Of course, he said yes, so thanks, Dad. Appreciate it. Uh, But he gave me a story. So those of you that may not know what snipe hunting is, which clearly Bo and I didn't at the time, it's a prank of sorts. And, And what happens is, or what happened to us, I should say, is that my brothers Tony and Junior and my cousin Jimmy and his buddies led Bo and I out into the middle middle of nowhere with a plastic bag in hand to catch these alleged snipe, which we were told were these little birds that would be chased by them towards us. And it was our job to kind of lay in this hiding place and, and scoop them up and into this bag and then eat them. Seemed like kind of a you know, cool thing. So we went and we were excited. And I I remember they led us out to this spot and it was so dark. We had no flashlight. It was just me and Bo and two plastic Publix bags. And they said, all right, we're going to go up here. We're going to flush them out. So when you hear them chirping, you hear them coming, uh, you, you hear us yelling at you, you just jump out from your spot and let them run right into the bag. Sounded pretty easy, we thought. So we waited, and we waited, and we waited a little longer, and then started to realize that we got a little bit of a problem. Either these guys got lost, and they chased the snipe some other direction and forgot where we were, or... They left us in the middle of the woods, which knowing my cousin Jimmy, that was the more likely scenario. So we start in kind of a whisper because we didn't want to scare the snipe. We start to yell, Jimmy, Jimmy, Tony, Junior, Jimmy, nothing. Nobody answers. Let me just tell you, I started freaking out. Me and Bo both did. And 
we realized we were in serious trouble. Thank you, Lord, on my behalf for my brother, Bo. I remember feeling like I just wanted to stay put and and wait, maybe cry a little bit, but Bo made the executive decision to try to find our way back. Pitch black, stuck in the woods, no flashlight. All we have is two plastic Publix bags. I remember before we stepped out of, of our snipe hunting post and hiding spot, though, Bo said a little prayer. And to this day, I couldn't tell you what he prayed for because at this point I was sobbing and deep down my prayer was for Jimmy or Tony or Junior or my dad to pop out and say, okay, the joke's over, but Bo must have known better than for that to be the case. But man, in such a time of trouble, scary situation, Bo prays us out of this post And we try to find our way back. Now, going back to James in the first part of your 44, I want to ask you, are you stuck out in the woods right now? Is it pitch black? You just overwhelmed with the stuff and the junk and you feel like all you got is you and a plastic bag to catch the next problem and the next issue and the next thing. And if that's the case for you right now, I want you to pause this episode right now and I want you to pray doesn't matter what you pray, and honestly, you may not have the words to even express to God how troubled you feel and how pitch black dark it is in your life, but the cool part about what we're eating on today is James says, man, just pray. If that's you, I want you to pause right here and right now, and I want you to just pray. Now, to continue my snipe hunting story, I don't know if you've ever experienced that feeling of being literally lost and in trouble and out of sorts and no direction and it's pitch black, but man, we start to walk. No clue which way to go. I can't tell you how many times we thought, man, this is it. This looks familiar or we need to go this way or we need to go that way. And it seemed like every way we decided to go, it was the wrong way. It, it felt like we were walking around out there for hours trying to find our way home. I remember at one point, we finally made it out of the woods and into these various loops of the campground. So we would walk around and come up to campers and, and loops of the campground and think, man, this is it. This is it. But it wasn't. And after what seemed like hours of wrong turns and walking in circles, a miracle happened. We spotted something. Something we recognized. A green slide. You see, Earlier in the day, when we got to the campground, we played on that green slide. We walked from our campsite to that green slide. This green slide meant we were close and that we knew now that we made it back. Man, I I can't even express to you the joy and the happiness that I felt in that moment. We weren't even back yet, but that green slide meant everything. But here's the next part of your 44 that fits this story. The next part of James that that Bo and I laugh about still to this day. We were so happy that we started to sing. And it turns out that because of this green slide and us singing, 
as we look back now, we picked a song that, that we've always laughed about having zero application to our situation. But, but you know, I, I think looking back on it, it did. As we sang, the walls came tumbling down. And I, I can't help but to look back and think that we walked at least seven times around that campground like Joshua marched seven times around Jericho. But here's the point. Back to James in the second part of your 44. Are you happy? Are things great? Did you find your green slide? Have you overcome? Are you out of the woods? Do you feel like you're just on top of the world? And if so, James says, sing. It doesn't matter what you sing or if it's even applicable to your situation. He says, just sing, baby. Now, this is without a doubt one of the shortest podcasts I've done so far, and there's a reason why. They say that most people listen to podcasts or listening in the car, they're working out, they're walking, and that the time frame most listeners give to these is around 20 or so minutes, and I've put myself on the clock here. I'm at nine minutes, so I hope I've left you with enough time still in your workout or your walk or your car ride to participate in what's next. Because can I just say that no matter how dark it is, and on the flip side, no matter how bright and beautiful it is for you, do yourself a favor and find your green slide. Recognize that slide is the one that can get you home and roll the windows down if you're in the car, run a little faster on the treadmill, walk with a little more pep, crank the Christian radio or find your favorite song, turn it up loud, be obnoxiously loud and praise the Lord our God, and do as James says, just sing.